Coffee black first thing in the morning. Cup of tea, usually gets him going. Then he puts on his boots and cranks up at old 79. Well, the man says there's a storm on But he pulls down his hat and keeps his wheels on rolling. Chasing the dreams of a back forty kind of life. His claim to fame is a last name All the dead in County Roadside He's got callous tans and a callous tar And that suits him just fine Making it day to day, working his life away Trying to find a little piece of mind Whoa, but that's his bloodline Another shout out to my boy Heath Sanders. That's his song Bloodline. Y'all need to check him out on uh shoot iTunes. He's got an EP out now. Uh Old School's in. It's a good song too. So shout out to Heath Sanders. Check out Bloodline and his new EP. His new video uh is out. But uh anywho, Tony, what's up, man? Man, what's going on? That oh. was not a uh that dog scream is not in this <laughs> song. That's Dixie. She's, she's suffering through an injury right now, so we had she's in here and she got a little yelp. So I think it was when she, when she tried to jump in my truck. Yeah. I think that's what probably what did it. So if you hear that, we're not over here hurting our animals. Dixie's injured. She's going to the vet today. Don't call so. Peter. Everything's right. cool. Yeah, please don't do that. You, I got another. I got a lot of other reasons you can call Peter on me. <laughs> <laughs> my dog ain't one of them. <laughs> Talk about your week, man. How'd your week go? Oh, it was good. You know, just got back. Nashville was really, really good. I, yeah, I was going to ask you about it. I have a story I want to ask you about. Yeah, it. and uh, we had a a really good time. Now, Noah found the Airbnb. Right. So when we pull up, I was nowhere near thinking we were. So Noah back. is Noah for everybody. Noah is my Noah daughter Kennedy. Lily's boyfriend. Right. So he originally found the link, sent it to me. We got it. Pull up in an area that we were in no way, shape, or form thinking we were staying in Nashville. No <laughs> way. And so we pull up. Now, I've got the pictures, and I've got the address from the very first inn. Well, all these little phone geniuses are like, the pen's showing a different location. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about your pen. They kept talking about this pen, the pen, the pen. I said, y'all can shove that pen up your butt. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> we're at the house. She, they're like, and they kept arguing. I said, well, go to the pen. Go find the pen. So they went riding on some excursion everywhere, and they found where their pen was. wasn't even near the same crib. wasn't near. <laughs> so, I mean, we're on a street where everybody's got bars on their windows, bars on their doors. Dude, it is like, I'm like, no, man, I don't, you know, I can't, we can't be, can't wake up. We can't go back to Rock Hill without my truck here. We ain't going to be able to get back to Rock Hill with no windows in it, no wheels. So we were like, all right, that's it. So we ride up to the corner. Now, Nashville, the gentrification in Nashville is real, son. It is real. So... Because that house was bought a few years ago for 175 and now it's worth five-something. Right. So so we ride up to the corner, and the, I'm on the phone with Airbnb, and he's like, all right, I just sent you a link to some other available houses. Well, one of them was eighteen grand a night. Ruled that one out pretty quick. <laughs> and that one was – I scrolled past that pretty fairly immediately. We found another one for 800 a night. So we looked at it, and I was like – it's going to be like 34. This one was only 1200 So I was like, and that's a huge difference. That's a game changer on right. how much you spend. So we drove back down to the other house, got the key. They come back, and they were like, 
I don't think I said the code just opened the freaking back door. I'm in yep. the house. Yep. Y'all can stay on your pen all you want, but you're sleeping on the street at that pen because this is the house. <laughs> right. So then they come back. Well, everybody fell in love with the house. First mm-hmm. of all, the backyard was amazing. The inside of the house was absolutely amazing. And so then we ended up riding down to the Piggly Wiggly to get some groceries. And that $800 one was three turns from where we were. And it was just an oh. apartment with no parking. So it ain't like we'd have been any closer. Right. And for three times the money. So, we, man, we stayed and it ended up being the ideal house. It had an upstairs with a kitchen. That's where most of everybody stayed. Few of us were downstairs, but man, it had perfect areas for our social stuff and just, and then man, just the going out was just a really good time. You know, we got down there Thursday was rough, of course, for Brooke. Right. Obviously, Colby's birthday. So we just kind of hung out. They went out Friday night. Um, now, Austin acted like he was a millionaire down there that week <laughs> and he just about went broke. Right. I right. mean, he. I'm gonna tell you, you. But you young in in right. Nashville, right? You're hitting you, all the all the all the bars on Music right, Row, right. you know Broadway, two, all that. Two fisting them, two fisting them like it ain't right. nobody's right. business. And so that's the first time that Austin and, and I had been out in that kind of environment in his element. You know? Right, right. And I, it, there's no way to describe how much fun it was. There's right. no way to describe the how pictures look fun. Yeah, this is the most. Well, he's the second most hilarious human being that I know, <laughs> me being the first. But he is, dude, he's an absolute nut. Right. And we had, everybody had a good time. I mean, there was no, you know, no arguing, no bickering. Now, I'm going to tell you, Lily was phenomenal. Because right. she's all worried about, you know, the girls. You had Lauren, Devin, Nair, and everything. And, man, Lily was assigning single people together. was like, all right, Jackson, Devin's your girlfriend tonight. She better not get out of your sight, this and this. And, man, she was herding everybody and made sure everybody made it there and was head counting and everything. So, man, it was just – because that was a big worry of mine is right. taking some other – my daughter and some other daughters to Nashville. But, I mean, it was just – you really could not have had a better time, man. It was just – so it was so – It looked like you fun. had a good time. Man, but it I, was I, a, I got a, But I got a question I want to ask you. All right. I want to hear – you probably don't even know I know this story. All right. So – you're going into a bar, restaurant, club, or whatever, right? And security wants to pat you down. <laughs> well, first of so all, just to, yeah, I want so security. <laughs> they didn't. Most of the other bars weren't metal detecting wanding. Well, right. I should have known what this douchebag was all about when we got there, and he had his his hat wearing it all down on his head like a trooper cover, and like he was somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's like he's a Delta operator standing at the door of this club. And it wasn't even like it was Old Red or a big club. It was a side, you know what I'm saying? It's not even one of the bigger ones. We just wanted to go in there because they had a really good It's the only club he could have got a job at. Right. I think it's the only place. You know what I'm saying? They fired him from Burger King. There's no (laughs) question. So so we're going up to the door. Now, and the only reason we were even going in is they had a band that was there that was playing some Luke Combs music, and he sounded really good. So it's not like that was one of the places on our list to check off. Old Red, Kid Rock, stuff like that. Right. So we get there, and it's one security guard who his main job is a taste tester at Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme. There's no doubt about it. Right. Because he's about 375. For sure. He's the one working the wand. Right. You know, because and then his hard partner is the one that's standing there. Well, so as soon as I saw the wand, I was like, well, my pocket knife. I didn't even have my 59 on me. I just had my pocket knife. Right. So it was Colby's knife. So 
I'm standing there, and he goes down this side, and I'm just like, so he comes around the other side, and he wands, and it beeps. Well, dickhead, he don't ask me nothing. He goes to grab my pocket. I grab his hand. I said, what are you doing? He goes, you got a knife on. I said, I'm telling you right now, do not put your freaking hands on me or in my pocket. I said, I'm not in your club. I'm not, I'm not, as soon as I saw, I knew we weren't going in. Right. So I was, once he wanted, I was already about to turn. My man grabbed my pocket. Now, if I was already retired, I would have spent the night at wherever Metro takes people because I'm telling you right now, that was insane how he did it. Right. He acted like they caught me in the club drunk out of my mind fighting people and was about to pull the knife out. Right. And I grabbed his hand and he just, he stopped and looked at me. I said, have you lost your freaking mind? I said, you don't put your hands on me. He said, you got a knife on you. I said, yeah, I do. And I threw his hand away and I was like, let's go. And then, and then, you know, you look, Brooks already well up the sidewalk. She, she's not, she's not being involved in nothing to right. this nature, whether it be Sam's, it don't matter where it's at. Right. I don't have the ride or die that's rolling up her sleeves and about to fight with me. <laughs> she's on the way down the sidewalk. Don't know me. Don't know you. Right. Yeah. So, but I was just, dude, I was, I was like this dude, but I mean, one, but security or not, they can't go in your person. Right. They can't. All you got to do is say you can't come in here with a knife on. Right. Even if I'm a cop working the door. Hey, man, Don't you can't bring a knife me. in here. Yeah. You know, it's that simple. But you got to realize this dude's probably been turned down by Nashville Metro probably 10 times. That's right. all he can do. So he's got to be a dick at the door <laughs> to anybody that he gets to impose his authority on. <laughs> right. I was like, chill, 2.5. Come on, Cartman. Chill. I was like, chill, bro. Right. Barney. That's freaking hilarious. I had, yeah. That. And it was, man, and it was like Brooke was on my right side. And the minute <laughs> she saw it, she knew. Because <laughs> the minute he went towards my pocket, I looked up and she was already walking off because she was just thinking, this ain't going to this ain't gonna go well. Right. So she couldn't tell the story because she was already back up passing old Red Blake Shelton <laughs> when this went down. So, but. Somebody come get your man. I don't mm-hmm. know who he is. Right. Everybody was asking her, what's going on down there? I, she's like, some random dude in security is getting into it down there. So, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know. Well, uh, all right, so one of the things, I had to get that story out because I hadn't heard it from you. Right. But your stories are always better coming from you anyway. Well, so I, yeah, because I, I mean, and sometimes I'll church them up. Right, People right. Say, but this yeah. one, this one is not. This it's was, entertainment. This, was, this right. was pure tea where this dude had seriously, I, I just couldn't, man, I was like, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> you know, first of all, he, I knew he was a joke how he's wearing his hat. Right. You know, he's wearing it like a drill instructor. Right. All down over his eyes like a military cover. And I'm like, as soon as we walked up, I was like, Sue's going to be a douche. And, and then he, when was, I, he was in ROTC. You right. know it. I right. So. Oh, I think he got kicked out of ROTC. Right. He didn't even go that far. Well, did he at least make the team to build the, the model plane in ROTC? Oh, I, oh yeah, he made it that yeah. far. Yeah, yeah he, he made, made it that far. far. He, he, yeah. he hung the model Absolutely. planes from the from the ceiling, yeah. but that's as far I as I guarantee he got. he's got an ROTC tab tattoo on his forearm. For sure. Guarantee. For sure. So. Speaking of the whole getting into it with another dude or whatever, I want to talk about – I wouldn't say it's a hot it's, – it's been an ongoing topic. Some topics get hot, and then they get cold, get hot, get cold. We're not talking about the vaccine or anything. That's more of a hot topic right now, and I don't think we're done talking about that. No, no. But one of the things that's been coming up is toxic masculinity. So let me go ahead and preface this by this is not a conversation where I'm dogging women at all. It's not my character. No. But I'm a man, 
raising, raising young men. And a daughter. And a daughter. And a daughter. And I just feel like men are under attack. I just do, on a daily basis, whether it be social media. Um, I think mainly social media. Especially more so from the left. Yeah. Um, I have a... I feel like it's a paradox, right, to where um, – okay, I'll read something. I'll read something that a buddy of mine posted. All right. I'm not going to say his name because it's not fair for me to – And it's not just social media. It is it, – but you know what? Most of the people, though, if you truly look at it, and we've talked about this before, but like our social media footprint is not the same as our inner circle footprint. Right. You know, now you might run into somebody that's in your social media circle. Right. But it's only in a cursory level. They're not at your house. You're not at their house. You, right. you know, you're running into them somewhere. A lot of people that I know assume me, and I kind of went through this with some people that have attacked me on Facebook. Right. Because there's a difference in the people that know me and the people that know bars and just what they think they know. You know, so, but go ahead. So this, this is what he wrote. So... He said, uh, what women want, this is, he's got a colon there, so this is how he starts it out, a guy who is masculine, but feminine when he needs to be, but not too feminine, but wait, being too masculine can also be toxic, so maybe just like really tall and rich, yeah, that's perfect, and maybe less intelligent than her so he can't challenge her, but hmm, being challenged is also extremely attractive. A man that takes charge, yeah, but is also willing to submit to her whenever she demands it. But wait, then he's a pushover. Women can't get excited for a pushover. They're sissies. But ah, women want to be dominated while also remaining in power. They want a man who is everything and nothing. And this is why so many men in modern society are so depressed and frustrated. They are surrounded by women who want cold fire. Dry water, wet deserts, mean, nice guys, oppressive pushovers, dominant submissives. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I did a, well, I did a video not that long ago on this same thing because of how bad it was really getting. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of people that if you, if you only know me by Facebook, you would probably assume that I'm probably one of the most chauvinistic human beings alive. If you don't know you, if sure. You, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you just look at it with my sandwich comments, my old lady stuff, and a lot of the jokes that I do are geared towards just that jokes. Right. But, you know, you and I with daughters, to me, it, one of the reasons that we are in a huge part of the mess we're in right now as a society and everything else is because we have lost what masculinity is and now we have attached the word toxic to masculinity you know what i'm saying because it's like you just read some of those opposites you know th they like masculinity right. but not toxic well whose version what's toxic right you know because you if you're a, if you have masculinity there's really nothing toxic about that you know unless you're one of these lunatics that doesn't want what a typical man should be right provider security take care of you but still can do the other things. You know, I, you know, I, a lot of the times that I joke, 
we have the kind of household here where I don't decide everything. Right. You know, I don't I don't even make the freaking most money in this house. So you, what you think I'm running <laughs> my mouth about deciding everything? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, well, I'm just trying to get my allowance. I want to I want to take the time to go through some statistics too. So right. I'll give you a statistic and then we'll talk about that statistic. All right. So globally, death by suicide occurs about 1.8 times more often among males than females. And that was in 2008. 1.8 times. In 2015, males die by suicide three to four times more often than do females. That was just from 2008 to 2015. So what would be the cause? Would it be because we're in a, a war-type era or from you know PTSD, or would it be the stresses that are on males in a society that's being built to be you're supposed to be less of a male? Well, to me, I, I don't think it's the war era because – if you track back to World War One, World War Two, right, you didn't have those type of suicides. But if you think about it now, you also um, Colonel Grossman. We've heard him speak a couple of times, and he talks about. And I also firmly believe this, and you can look at it. If you are a soldier, or or you come back from war, or whatever the case is, or even if you just fight through general adversities, if if you do all of those things, and you have seen horrific things, you've done things and you don't act broken about it, society sees that as the problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's no longer the hero. But if you come back and you're distraught, you're broke down, you, you are have and developed a victimology. But you, and from that 8 to 15, look at how much the country changed. And not talking about just who's president or whatever, but look at that 8 to 15 the dynamics that changed in our country, a lot of division, a lot of stuff that started, and a lot of things that weakened the spirit of a man. So, and I think I think you look at it, and we it started back then, years ago, conditioning men to be less masculine. Right. So if you come back and you're like, yeah, it was bad, man, but I'm good. Right. Well, no, they didn't accept that. They're like, there's something wrong with you. Right. You know. So I I think it's a combination of the two, but I think that if you look at it, it a lot of the left for a couple generations now has wanted to weaken men because weak men don't stand up. Right. They do not stand up when they see something wrong. Right. I talked about it before. What, you know, when you and I were in school, you didn't see a bunch of bullying. You didn't. You know why? Because the average kid was not going to stand there and let somebody bully somebody. Right. So it would have to be that bully that would find a couple weak people and then do it outside of masculine kids right and it, this is girl and boy just you can have some masculinity as a female but not be a man you know you could stand up for a little girl getting bullied but if but now you look at everybody talks about the social media this and this well because we've created an entire generation of victims and if you stand up to it you're the problem not right. the bully i think well not only that but i like i go into like uh when you talk about uh jobs that men have as opposed to women I don't necessarily think it's more women can't do what men can do. I do believe there is some of that. But I look at it like, I think it was Joe Rogan too one time in a, in a, a comedy special that was funny as hell. I mean, the way he said it, he, was, he basically said, I'm not saying that women can't do what men can do because there's some men that can't do what other men can do. That's right. Right? I look at my job, for instance. We have no women unloading trucks. Could they do it? Yeah. Could they do it as easy? We've had women that have come through, and you know, they just didn't last long for whatever reason. 
is the hard job, not the driving part, right? You know what I mean, but the other part that we do, right? Ninety-three um, percent of workplace deaths occur in men. Men have more dangerous jobs. So why? And now, now you have men that are doing more physically strenuous jobs. Well, it takes a certain type of man to do that. You have to be emotionally stable. You have to be able to push through when you don't, when you can't right. push through. So you, it's hard to have a man to do a hard job like that, and in his mind, not be mentally stable and be emotionally masculine. He has to be emotionally masculine to be able to handle it. Right. Because if he's not, then he's going to get hurt. Right. Or it'll just break him down. Yeah, break him down. You know, and then all of a sudden, he does, or more importantly. Then, you know, and in your job where it, you are paid as a per what you do type thing. It's not, you don't just drive the truck. There's a lot of driving companies that all they do is drive up and back up to it and everybody unloads it. Bumping docks, that's what right. we call it. Bumping so docks. y'all don't do that. You, no. You drive product, unload product, and load product. We have to unload it. So yeah. there's a, so that not just anybody can do that. No. So I have men, we've lost, we lose men that can't do it. Right. They're and just you like, are, can't and, do it, man. And you it's also look at it like there comes an equity value in it too because a, a guy that, you know, now certain guys can do it not at your level, right. but they're not going to make what you make. No. They can still have a living and they can survive it mm-hmm. where you work, but they, they're not going to make and thrive like you do. Well, so here's the thing. This is the way it breaks down at, what, at my job. Let's say – you had, let's say me and you are doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say for sake of argument, the run that I take today is $500. Okay. That's going to where I'm going, unloading the truck, and coming back. You're taking the same run, same day, doing the same exact thing. So no matter what happens, you're getting paid the exact same to, to drive the same route, to unload the same amount of product at the same location. Everything is equal. It takes me four hours it takes you ten, right? Now you you pretty much losing money. Well, yeah. If you think about it, and yeah. I'm making money. Right. I'm making fifty dollars an hour. You're making two hundred. You're making a hundred dollars an hour. Right. Roughly. You see what I'm saying? So, so you're, that's the difference in it. That's the difference. You know, now some, you can do the job. That's right. But, but you're how, doing, how long do you want to do? But you're doing like that. two five hundred dollar jobs for my one five hundred dollar right. job. Right. So it's not that. It's not like that's not okay with the company. But most yeah. people just look at it and say, I ain't making near what he's making. No. And then you're not going to get a better run because it's taking you longer. Now you got to come back and, and you got to be ready tomorrow to take another run. You're not even available for it. And you're also. Because you spent 10 hours doing that. Thank God your company hasn't changed to where you reward that yet. Right. Because when they do, people will figure out, I'm not going to work as hard as Brad because I'll get the same route tomorrow because they don't care. Right. Y'all reward people. For longevity well, and, and how much you work. Well, that but th- that company also does not look, to be honest, they're not looking at that, that person that, that takes 10 hours to do it. They're not looking very kindly on that person Yeah. because the truck and the trailer that they're pulling is an asset. It's a right. company asset. We slip seat, you know, the, especially the ones on the bottom of the board. I have my own truck, but we slip seat. So if I'm not working that day and that truck's got to go, it's got to go. Now, why do they want that asset on the road for 10 hours when they can already be back and they can send somebody else out in it with another right. load? Right. So now they're wasting time, and they don't get that asset back. Right. So it, so it gets harder and harder and harder for right. that person so, to survive in that job. So they don't and – it's, and it's a good thing that they have still have companies that reward hard work 
and the ability to do more than the average Well, that's because we, we're not union either. Right. So we can have a debate one day on unions. I'll bring somebody right. in here. No, I'd love go, to do that. Yeah, we can go pro and con on that because I am so against the right. union. It's not even fun. There was a time where it was a it was very applicable in this well, country. you're talking about coal mining. Or just or warehouses yeah. where you had to work 60 hours and didn't get any compensation. That's where the term redneck comes from. Right. People don't know that. So, but, you know, you take, like, our job. You know, I'm somebody that is fully understanding that we not only need females, we have to have them, and they, and, and you know, I'm telling you right now, a couple on our shift over the past couple of years, a couple of females that I've had working with us that, are as good as not better than any male cop we got. So right. I don't, I don't see that any different as long as they kind of carry their load and everything else. So that, but at the end of the day, you know, it's like you said. Let's we talk about it in the aspect of our daughters. All right, you know, of course we don't want somebody that's gonna just surely dominate them and abuse them and and take advantage of it. But what we do want is, we do want somebody to. You know, if they're together and the rubber hits the road, I want her to be protected. Right. You know, and, and you can be metro, do whatever you want, but when it comes right down to it, we're all going to be faced with a time where masculinity makes a difference. Right. And I don't, I think that toxic masculinity is the stup- most stupid term I've ever heard in my life. I don't like it when women are like, uh, when you have the women that say, I don't need protecting. You know what I mean? Like, why are you protecting me? And I think a lot of it comes down to, and this is something else, this is not mine, this is something else I've heard that made a lot of sense. When a man stands up to protect a woman, he's not protecting the woman if it's right. He's not protecting the woman because he feels like she can't protect herself. He's protecting the woman because she's that valuable. Right. Or you also... You see what I'm saying? And historically, if you go back through generations and times, there's no question that we have roles. We have roles. And I'm not like you talked about earlier. There's no question that there are some women that do certain things better than some men. No yeah. question. But if, you know, in, in, in a relationship or in society, you know, there, there is the role <laughs> to protect who you're with. <laughs> I hear Dixie. I know. She's snoring. snoring. <laughs> so I'm trying to. But so um, <laughs> hold it down, Dixie. So but th- there's nothing wrong with those roles. No. There's nothing wrong with them. And no. I think that part of the problem is, is you know, and I still believe that you go back years and years and years, and a lot of this is to weaken weaken our society. Yeah. You know, because it, if you look right now, for example, just look at at this COVID and everything else. You, it's not enough for you just to have your opinion anymore. Right. You know, it is it is now about forming sides mm-hmm. to who is the loudest voice. Right. And the, the more that there's compliance, 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 and weakening, 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 you, you know, we're losing a lot of that. And I just, I have, n- I have always thought that that is one of the most dangerous combination of words ever is toxic masculinity. Because, you know, I still think that there's going to come a time where we will fight on our soil. Mm-hmm. We've never done it. I mean, it's since back since revolution and that kind of stuff. But... Uh, most of these battles and wars take place on foreign lands, but China and and other countries like that, all their I think they're going to wait one more generation. I really do, and then th- I think they would steamroll this country, and I and I really believe that. And masculinity is the only thing that's going to save it, because it ain't going to be a bunch of anti-gun, 
that are going to try and negotiate these people off the that's, land. That's the other thing that kills me. Like, let's say something like it's we've we've witnessed it. It's very easy to, if the infrastructure goes down, whether that be power, what you look at a hurricane, like people go ape shit. They're trying to find generators. They can't run without their refrigerators. What? Who other than masculine men? I'd even say masculine women. You know what I mean? Like yeah. women that have masculine qualities. Who else is going to survive that? Who else knows how to cold store drive meat in the ground? You know what I mean? Look like a, who knows how to do that? Look at a few months ago when a pipeline just went down for a couple of days. Yeah. Crippled the eastern seaboard. Yeah. Crippled it. And I mean, so you're talking about all they'd have to do is attack a couple of our main infrastructure. And we just were so reliant on everything. And, and I just don't think Debbie, the Fort Mill mom, that's on uh, six boxes of wine a day is going to look for Tommy, the Lululemon uh, wearing uh, buddy that drives the Volvo. I just don't think she's looking for him to save her. No, I just don't. She's she's looking for him up until that point. She's looking for him to uh, to delegate who well, they need to look for to help them. <laughs> she wants that until things go sideways. That is, you know, and it's just like, you know, talk about old school cops. They just they want to take some of them and put them in a in a case on the back hallway and only break the glass if we have something like we had a few weeks ago. Right. But other than that, stay back there. And again, these are my opinions. Anybody that, that disagrees with me, come on debate. Right. I, like I'm cool with that. We'll bring them on. I I just like the, the conversation. And I and to me, and I'm not against getting called out. Somebody called me out on Facebook about said I really hadn't amounted to shit. Right. In the 24 years. That I was alive, as opposed to some old right. miles, but <laughs> right. And and you know, and to me, it's, <laughs> and the that's the biggest thing is is we have lost the ability to debate and talk. Right. Because if you if you disagree, just be like, "Hey, man, I don't really agree with that." Okay. Well, that's let's talk about it. Or I don't have to talk about it because you know that's the difference. You know what I do if I don't like something, I scroll by. I don't. I'm not gonna get all lit up about it and bent out of shape. And especially if it's somebody I know, I'm like, God, I didn't know they thought that way. Unfollow or, or block. I th I'll tell you this. That's, and I'm not going to get into the whole Simone thing. Because to me, it was never about Simone. It was about the way that she was portrayed in the media. So it wasn't right attack on her. I just had my certain opinions about it. Well, you know me. I'll put something on Facebook just to get people talking. Right. Because that's what it is. It's right. a joke. Like, yeah. it's not real. And the funny, it was a, it was a funny comment. Right. My whole thing was, if you're painting her as a hero, then and I said it, I tagged all my buddies at work right. that worked with me because they right. knew I was just coming off a of vacation. Right. I said, well, if she's a hero, fellas, I'm going to be a hero on Sunday because I'm right. calling in. Just right. being funny, right. it was a joke. Right. So I got a lot of vitriol. I have people that don't even comment. I don't even know how we're friends on Facebook. I don't even know unless it was the bearded stuff or whatever. Right. I don't even know them. But they come at me hard. Like, right. you ain't said nothing about anything else I posted, and now you come. Right. But I had one person that disagreed with me, right? But instead of her going on Facebook, she sent me an inbox. And she said, explain to me what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. So we went back and forth a couple times. And you know what? At the end of it, we agreed to disagree. We laughed it off. And we're ready to b debate the next topic whenever it comes up. Her parents raised her right. You know her. Right. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah. When you have somebody do that. They were raised right and not raised to be 
Because okay. I feel like this girl, she's more left of center. I'm yeah. more right of center. Right. She's not far left. I'm not far right. right. That's right. So we're going to agree to disagree on a lot of things. But you're going to agree on a lot of things, too. But at the end of the day, it was like, all right, well, Holly, I'll talk right. to you later. And, and and also, at the end of the day, you don't, you don't have to agree with everybody. And, you know, no. and there are a lot of things. The one similarity that you and I have about our social media is we put a lot of things on there that in no way, shape, or form are how we really feel. Right. But a lot of times you're doing it, one, as a flipping joke. But then you're, you you also look at it to say, I wonder who's really going to show who they are. Right. Because a lot of times, I, you know, and it's, it's become a thing with me, the old lady and sandwiches and this and this. And, 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 you know, and the people that don't, somebody put a post up, somebody attacked me on Facebook a while back, and one of the comments was, they they went and screenshotted some and and it was like I bet he treats his old lady like shit and this and this and, <laughs> yeah. and I was like these people don't even know me right you know and I and to me it's like it, it's so funny and that is what Facebook and social media has caused people assume they know you and they attach something to you that they they pigeonhole you into well this mm-hmm. is who Brad is right and then all they do is wait mm-hmm. all they do is wait to attack. I could tell that one girl that was talking that came after me on Facebook. I don't even remember her name, but I can tell that she was one of those ones itching, right? Because if you there was a bunch of comments underneath it, and I interact with everybody. Like I'm right. not going to ignore people, right. especially if I know you. I'm going right. to interact. Right. If I don't know you, probably not. But everything was addressed over like 20 comments, right? And what she said was already answered in the comments. She never right. went to read the comments. Right. She just read it. Boom, and then I went on there and was like, well, you missed the whole freaking thing. Right. You missed everything was already explained in the comments, but, but you didn't want to read the comments. You were coming to go at me. Because you got to look at it. Because another thing that it's caused is when topics are hot, like you talked about, hot topics, if somebody sees COVID, somebody is jumping in and yep. assuming you're either anti or pro. Right. And, and now anytime you mention COVID, what's the next thing comes out? Vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now I got to know where you are, mass and vaccine. Yeah. Well, then once Simone Biles hit, everybody had to be split in two categories, hater, lover, and then it became pro-American, anti-American, and which is stupid because right. you can disagree with her. The, the girl may still love her country more than anything in the world. Right. You know, and, it, and but there were even people that I would typically agree with that were attacking her, not even knowing how she really felt about the country. And that's just as stupid. You know, it's just as stupid to assume how she feels. Whether she did it for attention or not, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. You know, and, and uh, you know, when you hear a lot of athletes that have talked about it and said it ain't no different than not playing with an elbow or knee injury. Right. You know, if in, and what they said is she didn't explain it best on the front end to where it looked right. like, because the average person's like, you've been doing this since you were six. I know exactly what had happened. Right. I got, and that's another thing about comments is like you can post something and then the people that get into arguments in the comments, yeah. like you can find out a whole that's bunch the, of stuff. That's, that's the whole, it's hilarious. That's where sometimes. people show their colors. Oh, down yeah. there. Not so, just to you. So I was talking to a mom the, whose, whose daughter does gymnastics, high level gymnastics. We had a little conversation on there. I, I looked at the whole Simone Biles things as like I got a, a couple people that I'm friends with that do MMA. Right, bare right. knuckle, mixed martial right. arts. They'll tell you, and any boxer will tell you, if you're not mentally prepared or you're not all the way in it when you go into that right. cage, you're going to get hurt. Right. I don't know what they call it, twisties, dwiblies, whatever. Right. But 
if you're flipping around and you could seriously get hurt, in her mind, if she was not there, don't do it. Exactly right. I'm just not going to call it a hero. I'm going to call it a smart adult decision right. that she made for her right. safety. And that, the, I just think that hero is used for everything. Which, right. And it shouldn't no, be overuse it. We overuse it. We're overusing the piss out of it. Right. Anytime you say a fireman, it's overused. She made a smart decision. Right. And, and I and I support her decision. Right. But you know, but like I said, it's you know, it's not and then you also learned a lot that, you know, and you don't even realize this outside the gymnastics world, but you also learned a lot that, you know, because she's so good she could potentially hurt her teammate because her deductions yeah. are higher than somebody else. Right. You, I didn't even think about it from that aspect. Yeah. I never even knew that. I never knew that they Yeah, could. I had a mom said they don't even know how to judge her. Right. Because she's so good. And that's the thing is she gets deductions, which I think is the stupidest thing in the world. You're trying to make it even. Let let whoever's that good beat the brakes off of everybody right. else. But that's something that I don't know anything about gymnastics. So yeah. I, I can't comment on that. I can, I can, do, I, I can, I can do a cartwheel. Right, I can I can comment, but I don't really have a, a formed, educated opinion on it. And, and like you said, it was it had nothing to do with her decision or anything. It was about turning her into either a hero or a villain. Yeah, people you also, call her a quitter. I'm not necessarily calling her a quitter. You like, it's an adult decision. And you had no, there was no nobody else that called her a villain is any more right than called her a hero. No, because she didn't do anything malicious. No, this girl has spent, and half the people that were ridiculing her. Don't even get up and walk a quarter mile a week. <laughs> right. And this chick, since she was like five right. years old, has probably committed a hundred hours a week to gymnastics right. in her country. Yeah. So you know that. But once again, if you look at, when you look at that particular incident, when you look into it, it starts to divide people. You know, no matter what it is, everything is about categorizing and dividing people. For or against. Right. When you talk about masculinity. You're either toxic or you're compliant. It's one of the right. two. When it, when you start attaching words like that and other people's definitions of something, that has us where we are. Right. Because I don't think there's anything possible that you can't be and have toxic masculinity. I just don't. I think that you, if you're a prick, it's got nothing to do with being masculine. You know, you're, you're just, just a prick. prick. Just a prick. Right. So it, you, you, I, I, I can't stand it. And then when I did that video about it, it just it pissed me off to see that we are creating an incredibly weak generation. You look at all these videos to where all these people stand and watch people get beat down and attacked on subways, on streets, and this and this, and nobody intervening. You know, you're talking about one person attacking another old person or something, and there's 40 other capable people that just stand around and watch it because – Nobody feels like it's their responsibility. Right. It's not just cops' responsibility. If somebody's being attacked, you need to do something about it. You have to do something right. about it. So it's almost know, an obligation. You and I have. I, I don't like my daughter. I don't want somebody that's abusive to her. But that's going to have nothing to do with masculinity. Right. That's just is he a bad person or not? But I also don't want her with somebody that comes home and is like, "Well, Devin didn't make it." What are you talking about? Well, a couple of dudes came at us, and I couldn't do anything about it. So. If you have a woman in a relationship that is domi dominating, she controls everything, you know, the husband's weak or whatever, even the strongest woman is going to have weak points, a weak day, a bad day. Well, now, who's going to pick her up? Yeah. Who's going to bring her up if you got somebody that just cowers down? But that's, 
but the, and those women are a lot more rare than people realize. Those that mm-hmm. want a complete submissive man. Yeah, I agree. And they're also incredibly easy to spot and <laughs> easy to deal with. Right. You know, right. and, th- and there's also, th- but you know what? There's no man that has masculinity that will even remotely entertain her. Right. So there's there's a zero percent chance she's going to end up with a masculine but somewhat submissive man because to her it's not about I just want to be a little bit here. It's it's because the women that are like that are miserable, skanky, just <laughs> hateful <laughs> human beings. Yeah. And there's so there's nobody that has any masculinity is going to entertain them for a moment, much no. less get in a relationship with them. Yeah. There's no way. No. Why would a woman want a man that does not have callous hands anyway? I don't understand that. Uh, you know, there's different. No, I mean, I guess it's you don't need to be lotioning up your hands every day just so you can have just, soft hands for handshakes. Like it's, just, it, it's not happening. But there's no man that has callous hands that wants a woman that don't want a man with callous hands. You know, because there's just not. It's so unattractive. A man that has some masculinity is going to be no, I don't care how good looking she is. She could be a effing hammer. The minute she opens her suck hole, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You're just like, huh, all right. Yeah. Now I came over here because of this. I'm going back over if here. If a dude, if I shake a dude's hand, he got soft hands. I just don't see us being friends. Right. No different than if a dude walks up and was like, "Yeah, man, I just tried out the new IPAs." <laughs> like right. I can't. We can't hang out. And like, I ain't got to dislike him. No, I, I, I like a lot of people. That you know, just, he's just not my boy. No, he's not. Know, I mean, I, I don't. You're not. You're not gonna walk up to me. Yeah. With a pair of skinny jeans on. No. And it start off on a good note. You're not coming to poker night drinking the the wine of the week. Like, no. it's not happening. No. You come in there with some Bartles and James, <laughs> you need to head on down the road. It's just not going to take place. Don't come in here with your own wine glass no. with your no. initials engraved no. in it. We're no. not doing with, that. With, with those calligraphy <laughs> initials That's what I'm in saying. Right. Etched into the glass. Right. And, that, no. and there's nothing wrong with those dudes because there's somebody for them. You know, there's somebody for them. But, you know, I to me... Until we as a society stop allowing us to be categorized and separated and weakened and divided, it's going to get worse. Yeah. You know, and we got to start standing up for certain things. We just have to. It's just about, and I'm not talking about being defiant towards law. I'm not saying, you know what, let's go out here and just start all driving drunk just to say that you shouldn't have DUI laws. No, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. But t- this tyranny and the where, if we don't start standing up, man, we're going to lose everything. We really are. And I know that's a completely different topic, but, and I think that all of this has been done to strip masculinity because mm-hmm. a weak, divided nation is easy to get where we are right now. Right. When you look at it where good friends are hating each other mm-hmm. over a stupid ass shot, I can't, I can't wrap my arms around that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. if you used to talk to your friends about getting your kids certain vaccines or getting the flu vaccine, you know, it used to be people were like, you getting the flu vaccine? Nah. All right, now it's like they're taking their shirt off and wanting to fight in the parking lot over a vaccine that you either yeah. get it or don't get it. I've seen it over the past probably decade when you have women that will attack other women because they chose to get their son circumcised. Or just any type of— You're brutalizing your kid. Or just—the the problem is, though, but that's also kind of an individual, and that's their lunacy. But you're, you're talking about now. You're talking to—and I don't care. I could have it, you— who ain't no question how much I love you. If you came in here and said, look, man, I've gotten all three companies' vaccines twice, I would I would be like, he's an idiot. 
but I would just be like, <laughs> right. I still love you, Brad. Right, right. It's a shame you ain't gonna be here in three years, but I still love you. <laughs> but I, uh, I would not hate you regardless. Right. You know, if you felt that strongly about it, I'm like, well, man, that's good, dude. I'm, you know, and if you came in here with a mask on and a plastic shield and rubber gloves and told me you had got nine vaccines, I would be like, that's awesome, man. And I know that your tinfoil hat fits you perfectly at home and everything like that. But I'm not going to hate you. Mm-hmm. But the other side is like that. Right. If you Anything that doesn't agree with what the, the masses are saying, you're the problem. And, right. and masculinity is no different. You know, if you got a kid who doesn't acquiesce to everybody at school, then you're raising a bully and a, and a mean kid. No, I'm not. I or an outcast. He's he's I, a troubled kid. I got a kid yeah. that stands up for himself. Right. You know, and there's and if we once if we keep going down this road, you know, that's why you're seeing everything degrade in society as far as I'm concerned. Because there's no there's no there's no places for masculine or non-masculine or anything like that. You know, you either because if it used to be. Man, if you had it, you had it, and there's nothing wrong with it. But now it's being taught to people. If he's got masculinity, he's toxic, mm-hmm. because you have to have certain keywords attached to it. You yeah. know, because they just—it's not just masculinity; it has to have toxic to it. Because then that tells girls and other people, and he's toxic, he's dangerous, dangerous, toxic, toxic, toxic. So that's that's my whole issue with every bit of it—is is quit attaching these adjectives and words to mm-hmm. it that 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 connotate danger and negativity if you don't agree with it. Yeah. I don't agree with, agree with it a lot, but I don't make every bit of it negative. It's just what I disagree with. Right. Like just in job situations, like in my job and some other jobs, like if, you, if you're not super emotionally, especially masculine, you're not going to cut it. You're not going to last long Mm-mm. because they're not going to care about your whining. They know you had a bad day. They know it's 114 degrees in the trailer. Don't come back and tell them. They don't care. <laughs> They don't there, care. There's Do people need chips. Yep. There's ball games and stuff that people need chips. If and, and if you can't do this job, we get it. And we don't hate you, but we got to have somebody that can do this job. Well, it's not only just the chips as far as like PepsiCo who owns where I work. Right. Those chips are also um, approved for food stamps. Right. So right. people that have food stamps, there's these only so many. These are groceries. This ain't just ball game stuff. No, these, these are groceries. Are, right. They're having to eat yeah. them. Whether it's the crackers. Right. All that. And it don't even matter if it's that. Somebody wants them. Yeah. They got to have them. Mm-hmm. And if they run out, they're not going to care that that truck driver woke up and him and his old lady got in an argument and now he's all butthurt. No. No. You know, or he looked in his truck and it was, it had two extra boxes in it. <laughs> you know, it's just nobody cares. Nobody cares. Dude, take your freaking chips. No. We, I've only had three hours sleep. We don't right. care. That's your fault. Yeah. Seven peas. Yeah. You can Seven go home. Piece. You can go home. You can get paid you. and we're going to write we you ain't up. paying you. You knew what you had to do before you Don't got go delivering them chips. Don't yeah. go. Yeah. We, we got to stack applications in that office down there. Truck driver's trying to get here every day. Shoot, it's a right, it's a right to work state. Fire you right there. Right. So You ain't taking it? All right. You fight right Be there. careful. Yeah. Be careful. Go get your logging truck. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> go roll some beer. Right. Man, <laughs> man, chill. I might be doing both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so That's but, two companies that do not care. Well, need to thank some of our sponsors. We ain't got to them. Yes. And eventually, once we get... Brad's got this super mixer that is is legit, and once he gets everything, he's gonna figure some of that out today, so we can get. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm gonna play with it. I'm gonna so play with it. Some we of got, our music, um, some of our sponsors. Yeah, we got uh, Haven Miller at uh, Haven Miller State Farm, and we got Hospitality Heat and Air. Gene uh, and Lisa Lucas, uh, TJ Christenberg's gonna uh, come on here, join us. He called today, sent a text, man. What's my yeah. listen? Yeah, they're going up tomorrow, so we'll do one, and the next day we'll do the second one. And uh, 
but you'll already you won't know that until you hear it anyway. Right. So. But we also got, and we're going to do our big announcement today or tomorrow about yeah, yeah. fundraiser yep. for Cassidy. Yeah, we, we got some shirts coming. We we'll we'll post it and let quick. you see what the shirts look like. Um, obviously, y'all didn't want me as a president in 2020. So it's too uh, late. It's too late. I'm going to go ahead and I guess I'll be the vice president. It's going down. <laughs> yeah. And if you thought Maybe. I was rogue as nuts before, <laughs> yeah. wait till I'm in the Oval Office going nuts. That's right. We're going to make the Oval Office square. And when I, when you it's ain't seen your, it's going to be an octagon. When you, We're gonna see, fight when you see your president wearing cargo shorts, you're about to know what time it is. See, I could, I don't know. I have to debate that. Next time we come on here, though, I want to talk about what happened in Fort Mill, Fort Mill High School. How they took away the parking spaces for the seniors. Okay. They weren't allowed to paint the parking spaces no more because of safety concerns. They personalized their own parking spaces right. so they could paint the parking space how they want to. A lot of schools do that. A lot of schools. Well, do but that. but they canceled it. I think they're doing it again because people raise hell, like I right. did yesterday. Right. But they said it was some safety concerns. So one person said the safety concerns was because when it gets wet, it's slippery. How fast you pulling in the parking spot? No, when you get out of the car, is what they're talking about. Oh God, it's like they have to. So what they're doing is they're they they're gonna make them use slip resistant paint. <laughs> I, I that was I was that's I was serious when I said that. That's here's exactly. my thing. <laughs> well, some if, let me go to this. The other person said the other person said the reason was because uh, some of the kids in the LGBTQ community uh, were being bullied and they could find where they parked. Based on their parking spaces were painted that way with their name in it, and people targeted them in their parking space well, to know how to find them. Then how proud are are they of what they did? Right. H how proud are you of who you are if you're worried about? That's that? what I said. I was like, dude, I'd paint rainbows and yeah. unicorns all in that matter. bitch. Like, if, let's, if that's who you are, live it. Yeah, live it. bring it. Come but to if, me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Bullies ain't kid, gonna stop if me. If my kid can't paint a spot and get out and not make it in school, then f him. Right. You know what I'm saying? He deserves right. it. So yeah. So there's our sponsors. We're going to get them. We want, I still want our sponsors to come on and talk. Uh, TJ's yeah, working on some banners. Um, we got some guests coming on. And uh, I don't know. We're kicking it off like that. Yeah, and tell everybody just no matter what you do, I don't care what you do, anything you do, just everybody just try and do the best you can to be like Colby. Yeah. That's all we ask. Yep. Love that kid. I got my shirt on today. Yep. All right, Tony. I appreciate it. All man. right. Yep. <laughs>